This podcast is brought to you by Viking Capital, your best friend in swimming pool financing for over 20 years. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Scott Payne, owner of Scott Payne Custom Pools, with offices in Hatfield and Montgomery, Pennsylvania, where he and his firm are designing and building some truly incredible luxury pools and backyards. It's a pleasure to have you with us today on the show, Scott. Joe, thanks so much. It's, it's, uh, it's an honor on our end. We've been following your guys are doing over in Pennsylvania for quite a while, and I, I've been eager to talk to you. But before we get to our conversation, I thought perhaps you'd give us a little bit of a bio about who you are and what Scott Payne Custom Pools is all about. Hey, man, thank you. That's a great question. I, um, you know, proudly, I'm a third-generation builder in my family. Uh, my grandfather was, was Tony Bosco. Uh, he operated a company back in the 19... Uh, late 50s through the 60s into the 70s called Tony Bosco Pools. That was a company that dominated the East Coast with commercial pool construction. So, you know, I, I grew up with concrete on my sneakers from, from walking, walking where I shouldn't walk. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he passed away when I was nine years old. So I never really got a chance to jump into the family business my mom and dad took it over and that lasted for about five or six years into the early eighties when I was in high school. So even through my early adult life, as we kind of sometimes have to find our way, I always thought it would be cool to, to get into the industry. And um, I was often asked, you know, one, one memory sticks out my, my little aunt Rose, you know, grabbed my cheek one day and, Scotty boy, I'm, I'm surprised you never got in the pool business like Pop-Pop. And um, people uh, just continue to ask me that. And in, in 2004, I had a chance to uh, abruptly switch careers. I was, uh, I was fired from a job, a sales job. And I had a, I had a one-year no-compete. And uh, I, I was you know, put into a, a tailspin. And just by a very strange twist of events, um, a friend of mine was building a pool and he had just signed a contract with the company. And we had uh, a conversation about my future in, in the paper and packaging industry. And um, along came the, uh, the infamous saying, hey, I'm, I'm surprised you never, never got into pool business. And I said, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And he said, listen, I just signed a pool contract with uh, it's one of the national companies. And he said, you know, you should, should maybe stop and talk to them. They're always looking for good people. And it sounds corny to say it this way, but it was like the Blues Brothers with the, the sun coming through the, the glass in the church and Jake doing backflips. I had a suit on with my resume on the front seat. And I was literally about half a mile from the driveway of this company. And I pulled in, um, asked for the owner of the company, and he came out and introduced himself and he said, can I help you? And I said, I, I think I'm here for a job. And he, um, and he said, do you have any experience? And I said, no. <laughs> and we both laughed. So he said, I, I love honesty. And I said, me too. I said, that's, that's been my problem all along. I can't find an honest company to work for. And I said, you know, how long have you been doing this? And he said, ah, about 35 years. I said, there might be a chance, slim chance you remember my pop-up. He's like, you know, hey, who was that? And I said, it was Tony Bosco. And he, he said, my God, your, your pop-up was a legend. And um, that was it. I, I was, I was headfirst into the pool industry. 
And I happened, I stayed with them for about nine and a half years, became one of the top producing salesmen in our region, um, top producing through that company. Shortly after the Lehman Brothers crash, I had to make a decision and, and um, it was either get out of the pool industry for a little bit or, or lose everything that I had, I had worked for. So I ended up going, um, actually taking a full-time job, and but still ran pool leads at night. I stayed with that company for a little. And then I, I went to work uh, for a small custom company local to me with the intention of buying it, buying into it. One of the partners was going to retire. I was there about two and a half years, and, and that wasn't working out. So uh, August of 2014, we started Scott Payne Custom Pools. Um, and it's been, it's just been an awesome ride. Um, you know, we've, we've grown as a company. We're uh, an eight figure revenue company now with about 25 employees. Um, it's a little different than me driving around in a van back in 2014 and 2015 by myself doing yeah. everything. So we're, we're very proud of the, proud of the, the journey here. And um, we're, we're also not done, you know, we're going to continue to grow and, and hire good people. So, I mean, 2014 to now is quite a journey for you. You don't just build pools. To my understanding, your firm handles all the major facets of an outdoor living project from the pool to the hardscape, the patio, to building pool houses and pavilions, outdoor kitchens, fireplaces. I mean, you name it. It sounds like you guys do pretty much everything that you need in the backyard except the grass. Is that right? We'll do the grass. <laughs> we'll do artificial turf if you want. Um, so we do. And there's, you know, there's a reason behind it. And over my career, I saw the disconnection um, with some of the companies I worked for and some of the industry. So when we set up the model of Scott Payne Custom Pools, it, it was to be different, number one, and it was also to be inclusive. and the the challenges I saw with the other companies were you're expecting a, a client who's spending a lot of money with you to GC their own project. That never, never ends well. So um, we, we vertically aligned with um, carpenters and um, landscapers and hardscapers. And we created a, a very good sub base until we could, uh, have the revenue to move forward and bring that in house. So right. now most of that work is in house for us. We employ um, Scott Payne Outdoors as our sister company. We have four full time carpenters in in that company. We also have we can do we can landscape in house. We can hardscape in house. We can do fence in house. We have a landscape uh, architect on staff. So it, it's it, there's a benefit to it, and the customers appreciate it. Um, they they want to write one check to one person. Um, they don't want to manage anything. They're busy people. They're professionals, lawyers, attorneys, doctors, business owners, and and just like you and I are in our in our respective businesses, we're busy. I don't, I don't want to deal with any of that. Being a one stop shop, so to speak. I mean, does that tend to put you at the top of the list for homeowners who are looking for a design build firm that can handle pretty much everything in the backyard? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I say. Every appointment, nine out of 10, it comes up. That's what we want. You do everything, right? Yes, that's what we want. And it just reinforces a decision. I have a silly rule, and that is some, if someone asks me more than three times for something, I explore it 
just to see what it would take to become fluent in it. Example, we do sport courts. We're a dealer for VersaCourt. Little little plug there. Um, you know, now we're one of the top distributors on the East Coast for VersaCourt. We do X grass for putting greens. Uh, we do Dandre Outdoor Cabinetry. So there's there's just such a benefit to being that person and just having all that in our back pocket. We we're a Generac dealer. We do we do generators. Why people ask for them, or they had bad experiences with their existing contractor. They complained about it. So we we got licensed. We're an authorized Generac dealer. We'll do fifty to sixty generators this year. We're, it makes sense. We're already there. We have an electrician there, and we have a gas guy there. All we need is a generator. So that it's it's really helped us grow the company. You know, bottom line and reputation. Well, you're doing a lot of things that distinguish you from other pool builders in your local market. And I think one of the major things that you've done is that you've taken the time to thoroughly educate yourself in this field. I mean, you're SWD registered and a Genesis member. Pool builders take these classes to kind of help them elevate their skills and build better pools. What in particular did you learn from those classes that allowed you to come home to Pennsylvania and dominate your own local market? Man, that's that's a that's a powerful question. Um, made a promise when I started the company to forget everything I knew because I didn't know what I knew and didn't know what I didn't know. And I was taught things, you know, through a national builder who was very high volume to a smaller custom guy. And everybody had the same sentiment. And that was, this is how we've always done it. Never said if it was right or wrong or justified. I developed a relationship when I was at the national company with Kevin Ruddy from Omega Structures. And Kevin at the time was, was entrenched in Genesis with uh, Tisherman and Skip Phillips and Brian uh, Van Bauer. And we had this amazing friendship. And he kept telling me when I was at the national company to come on, come, come to a class, you know, you'll love it. Joe, I just thought it was such an oxymoron because everything that this company stood for was not what Genesis stood for. And it, 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 there was no, there was just no sense because it was it was going to benefit me, but it was never going to get down to my customer. It was never going to trickle down. So literally, I think the day that I started my company, I called Kevin Ruddy and I said, "Hey, I'm 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 ready. What do I do?" And he connected me with the office at Genesis. The first class I took was October of 2015 in Baltimore, Maryland. It was a pool studio class that. Um, was was in it was a master pool guild event so it was, it was at a very nice hotel and I didn't have a laptop <laughs> I did my my pool studio on a desktop so I I brought my desktop I literally brought my CPU brought my monitor my keyboard and my mouse got a hotel room and I walked into class the first day with my monitor in one hand the CPU under the other arm and, and it just it brought like like looks and laughter and and I set it up on a table where everybody set their laptops up. And, and that was it. I was, I was hooked. And I'm very proud to say that I completed my SWD 150 hours of education all over the country inside of two years. Well, I, I, I was consumed by it. I, I, I was a sponge. The, the core that is now left, uh, you know, Dave Peterson and Bill Drakeley and Rick Chafee and Paolo, these guys all took me under their wing and, you know, now we've since, you know, transparently transitioned to Watershape University. 
in, in their IWI program. And it separates us. We can talk about things that no other builder in, in this area can talk about. Uh, we've learned color theory. We learned design. We've learned construction methods. We've learned about architecture. We've learned about all the relevant things. We're not the company that comes in with a template sheet with shapes on it and says, here, I, you know, I have three of these left, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which one do you want? Um, so it, it's a separator for us and, and I'm not done. I, I'm, uh, you know, we're gonna be flying around the country here in, a, in over the next couple months. Uh, some events, you guys will be out in Vegas and uh, I, I'm a sponge. I, I, I absolutely love that education. Absolutely. I mean, building a pool in Pennsylvania in particular is quite a bit different than building in say California or Texas. I mean, some of the things that you learn there, if you had to isolate what's different about that process, I mean, what would you say is different building pools in the Northeast than in other regions of the country? I think consistency of state, county, township regulations do not exist in PA. <laughs> Everybody thought this was going to go the other way, right? right. It's, 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 a, it's a state that every township has its own set of rules. So literally, we build in probably 40 townships in a 75-mile square area, right. 50, 100. I don't even know. We build in a lot of townships. Everyone has different rules. Everyone has different regulations. They require different things. I have a full-time person that all they do is permits. They, they expedite engineering. They download forms. They fill forms out. It's what they do all day. And things change like every year, right, Scott? So it's kind of oh like a moving God. target for them, right? So storm stormwater management has become very prevalent in in the past 10 years in almost every township. It costs the customer, it could be an additional $5,000 to $15,000, depending on how big the devices are. It, it's really gotten very technical. And we've had to educate ourselves in, in it because we can then speak to the client and give them accurate information. Right. We, take, we take over a lot of projects. We get people frustrated with other builders that call us up and say, we've had it. You know, we, we talked to you six months ago and we, we, it looked like you were a little bit more money. So we decided to, to try and go the, go the other way. You know, now we understand. You know, when they're trying to save that money, they come, it comes back to them and they feel it in other ways. I mean, across the country, the cost for building a pool has increased substantially. I mean, during the beginning of the pandemic, some of the prices for like raw materials, like wood and concrete just went bananas. I mean, how do you cope with all of those price increases during that time frame? And what did you tell your customers? It's, there's a sadness to it. I have to be honest. You know, we, we had a base pool that we sold all day, every day, pre-COVID and at the start of COVID, you know, thinking, you know, COVID basically was unveiled March of 2020. So we had already completed our 2020 cost book. And that base pool was $59,000. It was $59,997. The base price of that pool today is about $84,000. Right. It's at the identical margin. We don't, we don't, we're not making a penny more on that pool. Uh, we, educate, we educate the client and we explain it just like I did. We also have, transparently, we have accelerators in our, in our contract um, that if if materials or uh, vendor manufacturer increases go over a certain percentage that we're going to share in the increase, uh, we passed on fuel surcharges 
for about the past year. You know, fortunately, um, in Pennsylvania, Jersey, Delaware, where we build, fuel prices are coming down. Um, they're not back where they were, you know, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, but it's getting better. I don't know if those, if those surcharges go away or not, but I think it's just important just to, to be very honest and transparent with the customer. And we tell them, you know, if, if we don't raise these prices or we don't, we don't get what we're, we're entitled to, we're not going to be in business. You're not going to have a warranty. You're not going to have somebody to call because um, nobody can go upside down six, eight, ten thousand dollars in every pool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't sound like, you know, prices have equalized to pre-COVID levels yet in your market. I mean, are things still crazy where you are? I mean, do you think we'll have a level out where with prices go back down to the way things they were pre-COVID? I mean, what are prices for an in-ground custom pool look like in like five years? You know? My God, I, I, have, I have my price books from, you know, the other companies I work for. It's if you think it was fiction, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, listen, we we do a and a if you call our office, uh, we have about 15 questions. We ask the, the prospect to make sure that they're a fit and we ask budget. We actually reinforce it twice in the Q&A. We give them ranges. And if they don't respond favorably to the one range, we click it down to the next range. Then we have we have an explanation that you know we might not be the company for them. Um, I, I would say this this direct. If it, I feel in this market with a nicely optioned pool, which we can get into a later question, the things everybody should have and and should want, but not every company explains that up front. They some some like to explain it after you're already a customer. You're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars. It's it's almost unavoidable. It, right. you know, are there 70, 60, 70 thousand dollar pools out there? There are. We we just don't build them transparently. You know, it's probably not a good fit for us because I, I have a joke. You know, Mister Trusty, would you like water with your pool? Yeah. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> You'd be surprised at the number of companies that don't include it. Yeah. And and when you say that to the customer, they they sit back in their chair like you get seven heads, but it's the truth. You know, we're we're as you know, you know this at times. This our our industry is sad as it makes me. It hasn't had the best reputation, and um, it's, some of it's for the deceptive sales that some people still try and do. But uh, I I see our average copy. I'm proudly to say is around one hundred fifty thousand dollars per project. Um, and, and when I say project, you know, they're, they're landscaping in there, there's fence in there if needed. Sometimes there's pavilion structures, as you alluded to earlier, outdoor kitchens. But I, I see it continuing to go up. I don't, I don't see any of the large manufacturers rescinding pricing or holding prices for the next three years to yep. help it even out. Everybody's on the, everybody's on the uptrain. You know, there's nothing, nothing we can do. Well, I mean, in setting expectations with these customers who are looking for that, that type of sophisticated outdoor living environment, that's like the complete pool picture that they saw on Pinterest. I mean, what do you tell them about prices, timelines and availability and materials, given the current climate that we're in? It, the pool's never going to get cheaper than it is right now. No, we um we have a capacity model that we try and stick to with we, we we divide projects into A, Bs, and Cs. You know, 
A projects being pool spa only deck, simple landscape. B's would be a little more complexity where we have larger, you know, rock waterfall with a slide combo, something that's going to take time. Um, with your experience in the, in the industry, you know that most everything is a one day phase. It should be. You know, we're going to dig a pool in a day. We're going to steal a pool in a day. We're going to shoot a pool in a day, plummet, et cetera, et cetera. Where you start getting the log jams are that you have a rock waterfall that's going to take three weeks to build. You're going to have a structure that's going to take a month to build out or 3,000 foot of paver decking that the guys lay 300 foot a day. There's 10 days. So we, ha we have a model. And, and I've said this a couple of times in the interview, we're just upfront and transparent with people. You know, here's where you're at. Sometimes it goes back to the township. We have townships that I could have a permit in two weeks that don't require any engineering. I have townships that take five months. We have customers we've had, we've had anniversaries with, we've had birthdays with, because, you know, they were five months through a township and they have a five, six, seven month build. And we went through the winter, stretch it out even more. Uh, that's great information coming from one of the top build, pool builders in Pennsylvania. It's certainly important to know if you're thinking about building a pool in PA. You know, what I'd really like to know, Scott, is what you love about designing people's backyards and what first motivated you to choose this line of work to begin with. Just for me, it's satisfaction. Um, I'm a designer in, in my mind. I'm, I'm a sketch guy. I have a pen in my hand right now I'm fumbling with and I just, I like the satisfaction. I like to see that what we started with and, and, and how, how we got, got there, you know, honestly. And then I'll tell you, there was times during the, you know, the first five years of this company that, man, it was tough. Um, I did everything. I, I was truly the CEO. I was the chief everything officer. <laughs> it, it's hard to say that the most, one of the most satisfying things that happened that kept me going was the first time I got a finished video from a customer of the first jumping, like four or five kids or three kids, they're all standing on the edge of the pool and they count. I, I had tears running down my face. The first one I got, and then I got another one. I got another one. I save them. Next time I see, I'll show you some. And Man, it, it makes it all worth it, right? That's that's why I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to provide a party at some point, right? I always say this: you're not you're not buying the process. You're buying a product. The process is horrible. <laughs> it's like it's like hip replacement. I don't want to go to PT. I don't want to be in the hospital, but I want to dance, right? So I'm going to come in. I'm going to, I'm going to tear your yard up for six weeks, six months. Hopefully not six years, <laughs> right? And but you're going to have that one party, your, your first party, your second party, you're going to, you're going to remember Scott Payne custom pools. And that's why I do this to answer your question. Well, that's great. I mean, you've been doing this, you know, eight years now, and uh, you had the opportunity to work on some amazing projects, both as the point and as a collaborator with other builders. I mean, surely by this point, you must have a couple of projects that stand out in your mind. Give me a few that have made your own personal highlight real. Yeah, so I'll talk about a couple. I was approached about a lazy river in Hillsborough, New Jersey, residential lazy river in the backyard. 
and these people I, you know, I just kind of fell in love with. And so it was, it was out of my skill set. And I, I went back to my, my, my water shape university boys and, and asked a lot of questions and it started with a hand sketch. It's actually on, it's right behind me right now. And over the next, next year, we built that pool and it's, it's a 14, 1500 square foot residential lazy river with a couple of river flow systems on it. And it's got a slide and a waterfall and it's, it's, it's Wally world. And it's, I'm so proud of it because of the challenge and it works. <laughs> you know, we, we, we had a rule, we have a rule inside water shape, you know, the most beautiful pools in the world aren't beautiful if they don't function properly. So it, it works. And that's what I was really proud of. Um, we've done, some amazing projects. We, we had a chance to do a negative edge uh, in a very rural setting with no construction prints. So we basically went out and painted this shape and dug it and then steeled it. And, sh- you know, we, we, we hydraulically engineered the project. Don't, don't everybody go into panic mode. Um, but uh, we did it without a print really, you know, we just did it with, with detailed knowledge and, the projects, um, the projects just amazing. But I, there's one that sticks out in my mind, and when you hear the end of the story, you'll kind of chuckle. And so I, I think I was in business about two years, and, and our name got out, and I was called out on a job. And it was it was during this time of the year where it's still very hot out, and the woman's name was Rachel. And I walked in the backyard, and there was four kids playing, and they were all fairly young, maybe ten and ten and younger. So. I always ask, you know, do you have a wish list? You know, what, what are you thinking? And, and I tend to zip my mouth and let them talk. And she was rolling through this wish list and it was a fairly modest house. And I got to a point, you know, after like the 10th item and I threw my hand up, like I just did. And I said, do you, do you have a, a target budget that you'd like to stay within? And the number that, that she threw out was not, <laughs> was not going to get this done. <laughs> so I politely I politely start to excuse myself and say, listen, you know, you're, you're probably more of a vinyl pool client than a, than a gunite construction. She gets mad. She's, she's, she's pissed. She's upset. And I listened to her and she has a story and she says, you know, I went through this hard divorce and I have these kids hundred percent custody. And there was a settlement with my ex and that money that money's going to the kids. I'm putting in a pool and you're going to put it in for me. And I said, okay. And all of a sudden I pictured my mom with my sister and I struggling. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm a marketing guy. You're a marketing guy. <laughs> so this pool's on a main road with, with uh, Merck. Everybody's heard of, they probably take a Merck drug um, right around the corner. So I'm going to get some good foot traffic. And I figure if, if I get one or two calls out of my sign being in this woman's front yard, then my generosity is going to go a long way. So I asked her, I said, can you stretch? And she said, yeah, I, I can stretch. And I said, okay, I'm going to bend. You stretch, I bend. We're going to do this together. So the township that this pool was in is I have uh, some friendships in the zoning, building zoning department, and I get a permit within seven, 10 days. So here I go. We go in the backyard and I'm going to, and they're going to swim. This is about, you know, once again, what we're at, you know, what late August, which September 1st is today, right? So it, it's late. It's probably August. 
And I'm going to get them swimming. You know, they're going to swim sometime in September in my mind. At that time, our average project was, you know, six weeks or under, you know, five weeks or under. So we dig this thing on a Monday. We steal it on Tuesday. It gets inspected Tuesday afternoon. We stub plummet on Wednesday. We shoot it on Thursday. Friday afternoon, I'm sitting, kind of doing my week wrap up. And my phone rings. It's Rachel. She goes, you know, hi. She's very pleasant. She goes, hi, I'm, you know, I'm impressed, you know, yada, yada, but I have a problem. And I said, lay it on me. She goes, my toilet's backed up. So (laughs) I chuckle like you are right now. And and I said, okay, I don't really know a plumber, but I'll help however I can. And she goes, no, no, no. She goes, I think it has something to do with the pool. And I said, well, what toilet's backed up? She goes, the upstairs upstairs bedroom. And I said, Rachel, I don't see how that could be possible. She goes, I'd feel more comfortable if you come down. So, okay. So I, I get my boots back on and take 10, 15 minute drive and walk in the yard. And there's her brother who knows everything about everything. <laughs> <laughs> right? right. And he says, I think you hit the sewer line. And I said, no, the sewer line's in the front yard. And he says, I don't think so. So it, it, it turns into a little bit of an argument now. We're, we're finger pointing and, and, I, and I'm like, listen, I, I, there was, I was here for the day. There's no sewer line. I, 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 I have pictures. There's no sewer line. I don't know. The toilet's backed up. All the toilets are backing up now. So cooler heads prevail. And I start walking around the pool and I walk through her backyard and I walk through the neighbor's yard and I walk another yard over and guess what I find? I find a sewer grate and I line my arm up like I am now, like I'm doing a golf shot and it goes right through the middle of the pool. So this, and so I walk back in the house and I said, can you, can we go in the basement? So sure enough, we go down the basement and the sewer line is leaving the basement at about seven foot deep. It's under the pool and somebody, my excavator more than likely nicked it. Gunite comes in, Gunite shoots it. They probably shot in that area and, and the concrete just seeped into the, the pipe. So there's a Marriott around the corner. I get them a room and I call my excavator, who at the time was also doing some plumbing for me. And I said, can you do me a favor? Can you, can you bring the mini X and meet me at that job? It's Friday afternoon. You know, I go, what, you know, what are you doing? He's like, what do you think I'm getting ready to do? I'm ready to drink beer. <laughs> Right. So why don't you meet me at this job? So he and I, over the next five, six hours into the wee dark, dig down the front side of this pool. We find the pipe. Sure enough, it's broke. We find the break. Now I have to make a decision. Do I fix it or do I move it? The pool's parked on top of this pipe. Right. I do the right thing. We dig all the way around the deep end of the pool. We demo the equipment that was already set. Once again, this pool was on record pace. We connect it, if you can imagine, almost like a question mark. We connect it on the other side to the lateral going three yards down. Sorry, we dig the hole. My guy comes in on Monday. He plums it. He puts clean outs in it. We get it inspected. We backfill it. We reset the equipment, which is now junk. You know, we had to redo all the plumbing, you know, pay for that twice. We tile the pool. We coped the pool. We put the deck on the pool. We still built the pool in 28 days. Wow. It cost me $8,500 for that mistake. 
I didn't. And honestly, the way that our contract's written, yeah, what's in the ground's yours. It's not mine. Right. I don't know what's in your ground. I didn't charge her a penny. And that story sticks out to me as a win, as setting the expectation at that point, we're going to do things the right way, right? It's not about money. It's about integrity. And sure enough, guess what? People saw my sign. <laughs> they started calling, right? I had no customers at that point. I was, I was hand to mouth. Every, every lead was important. I worked everyone till, till they either threw me out or they said, yes, <laughs> that that's probably my favorite project, man. Thanks for sharing us that with us, Scott. I mean, it's funny, but you can always remember those moments that stand out in our career and define what we do and why we do it. You know, what's on the horizon for you in 2023? Any new projects that you're excited about and looking forward to? Joe, we're blessed. I mean, our, our phone rings every day. I mean, we have some great projects lined up. We've established ourselves with, with some new home builders. So we're doing a lot of new new home construction with pools going in at the same time, which is a win for everybody. A um, couple pieces of news not a lot of people really know. Um, we've committed to a South Jersey division. Um, that that division is going to run out of Sea uh, Isle, New Jersey. We expect to develop the same reputation along the Jersey Shore that we have in Pennsylvania. So my wife and I, Tara, we've put that together over the past couple months, and we're starting to permit some pools down there and then we're going to kind of do an unveiling that's exciting yeah it, it is it's it's a great growth area for us the, that area means a lot to us personally and i think the area struggled in recent years because of the growth and some of these pool companies are at capacity so we're, we're going to go down there and and do it do it the scotty Payne way we have um we've brought fiberglass back into the the mix inside scott Payne custom pools we are um, proudly a, a dealer for leisure so that's in the works now. I'm fairly certain we're going to operate that under Scott Payne fiberglass pools. But we're we're blessed, man. I I I can't I can't ask for any more. We're uh, we're going to keep our foot on the gas and, and keep growing and hiring great people, a talent, and uh, setting setting the bar in in the PA Jersey Delaware area. Right on. I mean, uh, trade show season coming up. You going to uh, Las Vegas this year for the PSP Back Expo? I will. I will. I will be able to hug you in Las Vegas. I will be in Phoenix for the Master Pool Guild annual meeting at the end of October. I'm looking at some stuff already. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be in Atlantic City. We're the home team for that. But I'm also looking at some other stuff education wise, trying to uh, stay in touch with my my water shape Padres. Uh, Dave Peterson's doing a class in September out in California. I might might surprise them and go out and sneak out for a day. Oh, nice. Well, we'll be at a few of those things. I'll be at Pi in Monterey, be in uh, Vegas with you, and I'll probably see you again in, uh, in Atlantic City as well. Yeah, dude, I can't wait to give you a hug, man. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Well, thanks so much for spending the time with us today, Scott, and, uh, you know, just sit around and talk shop with us. I really appreciate you just checking in with us, man. Dude, I'm absolutely my pleasure. Pool Magazine is the best thing out there. Anybody that's not not subscribe, please get subscribed. These, this this thing is legit, and it's it's the most amazing industry information we have out there. Pool builders need a reliable financing partner they can trust, one that understands the challenges and obstacles they're facing each and every day. Viking Capital has been working shoulder to shoulder with pool builders across the nation for over two decades. When it comes to your customers, you want to make financing easy, transparent, and as turnkey as possible. 
This is where Viking Capital is not only the strongest ally pool builders have, but where we excel at finding the lowest rate possible for your clients. There are many different options when it comes to offering financing for your customers, but the choice is a clear one. Viking Capital offers the kind of personalized attention, focus and dedication that pool builders expect from their financing partner. If you've been looking to establish a relationship with a partner that understands pool builders and truly gets it, Viking Capital is without a doubt the firm you should be dealing with to finance your pools.